What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Between Takes podcast. This week, we have a very special guest. We have Sistine Stallone. She is wonderful. She is the daughter of Sylvester Stallone. And she grew up, as you know, in the industry and on sets and on red carpets, yet remained grounded with her family. And we break down some of her auditions and her most recent film. Uh, Yeah, so be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast and the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy. We have a very special guest today. We have our dear friend, Sistine Stallone. Hi. Hi, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course, of course. Um, Hart and I are so just happy that you're here. It's just nice to see your face. It's so mutual. So (laughs) nice to see some new faces. You know, it's like tired of saying my sisters and you guys look good. You you look great. Good on you. It's the light. I'm right in front of a window. It's it's really just that. So I'm sure you've listened to every single episode of our podcast. I have. So don't even make a joke. (laughs) Okay, first of all, you guys are killing it. What is this, number three? See, I know. Well, this is actually number five, Hart. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think so. Four or five, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us... Uh, how, how do you want to start off? You want to start from the beginning? Um, yeah, just walk us through your from birth, I guess, like how how your life was. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys know, but my dad is Sylvester Stallone. So I was kind of brought up in a very unorthodox way like my family I mean we grew up I was on red carpets every summer we spent in either New Orleans on a set or Bulgaria or like the jungles of Thailand so it was never really a normal childhood but my mom and dad really enforced like education and they were like you got to go to school that's number one so we were never really allowed to venture off and do anything else so yeah childhood was super interesting my dad I think subconsciously kind of prepared me for acting in a weird way with the lessons that he would make us do growing up which was really weird looking back on it like for example I think one of the ways that I learned how to read was he would make Sophia and I my older sister just sit on his office floor and like read screenplays with him and like that's since I was like eight years old so like I literally grew up around reading screenplays like he would make us watch classic film and then he would dissect them and I was 13 I'm like I just want to go outside like I don't I don't really care like he would make us do every single day pronunciation lessons into a tape recorder so we would enunciate well I mean you make a study like famous poets like Edgar Allan Poe like I could recite the raven right now like it's just um yeah so I think in a weird way he kind of prepared us but I'd never really um tried anything until I was like 18. Was that because that's how you wanted to or did he recommend not starting anything until you were 18? Well, I never even wanted to act or, well, I did. Let me me reword that. I never thought I could because I was painfully shy growing up. Like I hated hugs. If you talk to me, I, I was just horrible. Like we did school plays and I would get cast as the person literally on the side holding like the boo sign or like the yay sign to the audience to like, and I'd mess that up somehow. So (laughs) even if we were doing my mom would sign us up for like little local theater plays and I'd get cast as like Annie number four, which would mean like three Annie's would have to go down before I (laughs) set foot on the stage. So it was just, if anything, my older sister was like the star and everything. So she was projected to be the actor of the family, but 
here I am somehow <laughs> trying it out. <laughs> so what do you remember from when you were a kid? Like what, what was that like just being on sets your whole life? You probably went to school and yeah. then like you'd go to set or you'd be on set and you'd probably be doing school or having someone teach you school. So I mean, that was really important. My mom never wanted to homeschool us. So we were always physically in school, but then after school, we'd probably be doing our homework, like on the editing room floor. And like, so it was constantly around us. And then my, it was tough growing up because my dad would have to leave for like four or five months at a time. And we were in school, so we couldn't really visit him, but we'd always spend like our entire summer with him. So it was always just never home for three months. And then, I mean, it was fun. Like I didn't know any different. Like that was my normal. So it was really, really cool. Um, I'm definitely grateful for the, for looking back on it. It was like very, very cool experiences and I'm proud of him. So I'm happy he's working. It's a good thing, you know? Yeah. You've, uh, you've got a strong mom because when your dad goes away from oh, yeah. time, like <laughs> she's, experience too, and it's, it's tough when your dad goes away for a long time to, to 100%. Work. Yeah. No, she's a superwoman. She holds the house down. Like this man would fall apart without my mom. And she's, you know, she's a businesswoman herself as well. So like she made a first million at 22 years old, started her own company. So I think uh, it definitely lit a fire under all of our asses to, to be motivated and make a name for herself. Yeah. Seems like there's a really strong work ethic that you grew up around, like with yeah. having those two parents. That's awesome. That's really good. I think, thank you. And I think, um, you know, there's a stigma behind growing up in Hollywood or having Hollywood famous parents and the kids don't exactly want to work and they kind of just want to mooch off and, and live. That. And that's fine. But that's just, that's never been the way we wanted it or the way we were raised. So we're definitely excited to, to make a name for ourselves and work, whether that's in acting or, or anything else. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel like out of a lot of the people that I've met in this business, you and your family are just so grounded and that it's rare to find that. So that's, it's awesome. I could say the same for both of you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you started acting when you were 18. That's crazy. Cause you grew up in it. You saw it every day. Like what made you get that bug? Do you feel pressure from your dad because of who he is and his success, does that add more weight on your shoulders? What is well, that? I'll answer the first part of your question. How did I get into it? And then, okay, so I, there was always jokes about me being an actor and it was a joke because everyone was like, my family was like, you would play like the mute girl in the corner. Like you couldn't do it. And for some, I'm the type of person where it's like, you tell me I can't do something. I want to do it and I want to do it well. And so this was, acting was a muscle that I've never I've worked or flexed. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try it. Like, I'm going to go for it. It kind of fell in my lap in a weird way through a mutual friend. His uh, manager met me and it kind of just happened organically. And um, although I'm not with her anymore, which <laughs> is like, you get the business. <laughs> Jumping yeah. around all yeah. the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I just did a few auditions and then I started training with Ivana Chabik at her studio and it sort of just clicked. Like it felt very natural and, um, so yeah, I just, I've kind of been obsessed with doing it ever since, like by no means do I think I'm, you know, e extremely natural and, and I'm like, you guys are, are very natural actors and it's really exciting to see you on TV, but, um, yeah, no, it's just something that I, I love to work on. I like that I'm not incredible at it because I want to, to continue to be better and like work at that. What was the second part to your question? <laughs> oh, the pressure or something like that. Do you feel pressure because of who your dad is? Not at all. 
Not at all. I think that he, um, by no means would I ever discredit the career that he's had or, or I'm never ashamed because I feel like I get asked that question a lot. Like, oh, are you intimidated or, you know, are you embarrassed? I'm like, no, like I, if anything, he's created an incredible career for himself. And that is so motivating and exciting. And I'm lucky to have um, not only an actor, but like a writer and a director in my kitchen. So if I do have an audition, I just ask him to direct me and it kind of just works out. Yeah, yeah it's nice. I do get a little bit nervous though. Like I'm not gonna lie, the additions that I have booked are the ones that he isn't watching me because I do want to impress him, and then I just get nervous around. Like he just a little bit intimidates me. <laughs> so I'm always like, actually, can you leave? And then I'll, I'll <laughs> without him. I have to Love say it. that sometimes because you know I'm like reading for like a teenage girl most of the time, um, and he doesn't exactly know how to act like a teenage girl. So his advice is always like scream and like <laughs> you know use violence and like stomp your fist and i'm like no like we're in the classroom like you don't do that <laughs> so it's you know we're tweaking we're working on it yeah i've been um i was reading scar tissue by anthony kiedis and there's a part in that where he played um your dad's son in something i think it was the fist and he like he told he told this story in the book where he walks up to the trailer and he like knocks on it and he your dad comes to the door and opens it and he's like hey i'm your son in this film like let's hang out and your dad's like get, get out of here like get this kid out of here and i thought that was so funny i read it like two days ago <laughs> why would he do that oh god that's but that's my dad that's classic <laughs> like just i loved it though i yeah. love it yeah yeah so so it, going off of auditions, like, do you have an audition horror story or, or what's been your worst audition up to this point? Oh, my sister's laughing at me right now. She's like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, ooh, I would say the worst one I've done was I went to read it in person and which is like the worst because I love reading in person and I don't know what happened and I thought I did well that's the funny part I left feeling you know what I didn't get it but I feel good about it like so I'm not mad and the feedback I got the next day because you know you get I got a call from all of my agents and managers and um, normally when they're all on the phone it's good news and they called me at 8am so I was like oh my god good news <laughs> this is amazing and I woke up I'm like hello and they go so how do you think it went? I go, I thought it went really good. Like, I don't, I mean, not really, but I felt good. And why are you calling? Like, obviously it went kind of good. And she goes, well, they have some feedback. And the exact words they used were stupid. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, hmm? You're kidding. I guess, but can you like elaborate? Like stupid, was I stupid? Was my, was my acting stupid? She's like, no, they didn't specify. I'm like, so you didn't ask? okay we got a problem okay so stupid that was fun um we loved that one let me see i mean i've i've forgotten lines um but i'm the type where it's like if i forget i'll just like make up the rest of the scene and i'm like improving here we go i'm not gonna fuck it up i'm not gonna stop rolling but i feel like everyone has bad auditions and especially being in quarantine right now I hate doing self-tapes because I'm so critical and I'll do it like a hundred times. I said, it's not going to get better. So I might as well just quit while I'm ahead. I like that you can just go in and like, boom, boom, do it twice, done, run away and scream in your car. Like that's what I prefer. 
wow, stupid. That's crazy. And no, like, elaboration on that at all? No. But you know what? Knock down, get back up. That's okay. I've been called worse. So we're good. Has never had a bad audition, but I want to know. Oh, I have. Make me feel better. You have a better story than that. I've had many, but I just remember feeling like the Riverdale one. It was a producer session, and I just halfway through just blank, just stopped. And I was just like. Do you think it was nerves that made you like blank out or is it just your brain not letting you? I don't know what it was for that one. I didn't have, I had like no money at all. And so I couldn't afford to print out my sides. So I didn't have my sides with me because I would always go like. That's a really fair excuse then. Cause I I like to print out a reason almost. Like I'm looking at the lines. I'm like, I don't know why words aren't going to that does yeah that happens just i blanked halfway through it and then i just stared at everyone and i was like um can we start that over and they were like yeah please (laughs) so then we we did it again and then i left and i was like that was the worst audition of my life and then i booked it well maybe did you ever think about the pause could have just been dramatic you know for your character Oh, no, I was like, I completely forgot the words. Can we start that audition over? Okay, you just like, you just owned it. (laughs) Yeah. Your character, if it's like really like dark and serious, like the plot would have been suspension. Yeah, no, I should have. Maybe I should have done that. But maybe not. I mean, I got it. You know what? It worked out. Yeah, it worked. It worked. It's fine. It's fine. But there have been, I love hearing people's horror stories of auditioning. There's so many. Like what else? But yeah, there's a lot. There's, a lot. it's the worst when you have to like in the scene. There's a chunk of action stuff, and you've got to like oh, either man. just act like it's not there, or you've got to kind of mime it. You have to make that choice. Oh, I did that. I yeah. made that choice, and let me tell you, I committed, <laughs> and it worked. It was what it, I almost want to ask the director because I ended up booking this part, but I almost want to ask the director, like, can you just send me that self tape or that audition that I did because I must have looked ridiculous. Like, <laughs> imagine fake swimming. I was on the 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 leg of a couch with my stomach. I was like planking, and I was like like this, and I was also screaming, and I was climbing a rope, and I was also beating a girl. It was all at the same time, like just punching the ground, like beating a girl up. I'm like, whatever. Your you know? dad loved. He loved that audition. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he loved that. Every time I get an audition, he's like, you should tell the director, make a note. Like, if I'm confronting a bully, he's like, what if, speaking out loud, what if you hit her? I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, not that character, you know? But it's always violence with him if you haven't yeah. uh, caught on to the, to the routine yet. So, going off that, you booked 47 meters uncaged. What yeah. the hell? What happened? What was that like? Also, did you swim with sharks? Like, what was... Oh, okay. Um, well, actually, I didn't think I booked it in the beginning because I didn't hear back for a long time. So I was for sure, I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't get it. I'm sorry. Oh, shoot, I didn't get it. And um, uh, like, I, I auditioned in person, felt like an idiot, whatever, put it out on the table. And then he asked for me to read for all uh, three other girls. So I read for three other girls. So that was super long and that was a self tape. 
And then I went back to meet him in person just for lunch because he wanted to get my vibe, he said. I don't know. Um, so I was just like schmoozing and like doing like a dance and like trying to like <laughs> make it the most entertaining conversation of his life. Um, just so he would book me. And then I went in again and read again. And then I didn't hear for four weeks. So I was like, okay, I didn't get it. I'm over this audition. <laughs> like it's taking forever. So when I found out I got it, that was super exciting. We didn't have to swim with um, real sharks in the film, but we did have to do a few scenes in open water, which I hate the ocean. I wish I was an ocean girl. I wish I was a beach girl. I'm a pool gal. If I can't see what's below me, I don't like it. So that was definitely scary, but no sharks, unfortunately. But don't they have, like, do they have people there looking for sharks to make sure that you're not attacked by a shark when you're in open? Oh, you know, we had divers with us. We each had our own diver, but I, mine was always like doing his own thing, looking around. Like, I remember I went down one time and I was like, I can't, you didn't turn my air on. Like, I can't breathe. Yeah. He was like, oh, he was like a really chill, like island dude. But I was like, come on, bro. <laughs> Terrified. Yeah. I, had, I mean, I told him I was a licensed scuba diver to get the part. I didn't think I was going to get it, but you know, fake it till you make it. Um, so then I had to, to like sit at the bottom of my pool for like 10 hours to get license. I was just sitting there waiting, <laughs> counting the hours. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was, it was a really cool process and I, I miss it almost every day. Like being with those girls and then being on set, um, it felt like day camp. That's what I kept saying. I felt like I kept waking up and, um, it didn't feel like work. It was the most fun I've ever had in my life. Oh, it's the best. Wow. Yeah. I miss it. Don't cry. I might shut up don't you think being on set is like the most exciting thing ever it doesn't feel hard it just feels like you're with your friends and you're goofing around and, and yeah, you're getting paid to goof around and just like I, I told him too I would do it for free like a hundred percent that's how you know you're doing something good I mean that's something that you want to do that's great yeah, yeah. I think in life I've, I've learned because I tried and failed a profession before this one and I realized that if it doesn't make you happy, it's not worth it ever at all. Like I, I was living in New York at one point, trying to be a model. Oh God. <laughs> and I realized, you know, I don't want to be a coat hanger and I was super hungry and I just wanted to come home and, and do something that made me happy. And like, this is it. So I just realized even with acting, the second it's not fun anymore, it's like, it's not worth, life's too short. Yeah. you know absolutely yeah yeah new york that it's crazy because you're you're saying you had no success but you had a lot of success in that field i think you just are a motivated person and wanted to feel like you were fulfilled yeah it wasn't fulfilling i don't think yeah i'm always i, I you're right i always try to downplay everything that i've done and i'm like oh i didn't do anything i haven't and i have but i just don't um i'm shy <laughs> you, you ride horses a lot don't you yes heart yes good yeah. question good. <laughs> yes, you should see my bathroom i have like trophies everywhere yeah. that is what i will talk about with success western yeah. raining yeah have you have you done any raining yourself yeah i grew up my whole family does we all ride yeah what style western <gasps> yeah we should go horseback riding. And we absolutely we should. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Right. Sorry, Cam. Wanted, yeah, sorry, Cam. I've always wanted to do like cutting with horses because my dad grew up riding polo professionally. 
so again, it was like something that we were always, always around, but that is so exciting. Yeah. 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 Arkansas. Yeah. Oh my God. That is my dream. Just to live <laughs> on a farm, literally yeah. just live on a farm and have horses running around me. Yeah, that is the dream. We act for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> end goal. That is the end goal. Yeah. Cameron, have you ever been on a horse? My mom rode horses growing up, so I have not. <laughs> you made that sound like Yeah, you made it seem yeah. like yes. <laughs> I like I was just always around, but I never <laughs> I wanted to like pretend like I could have been there and I had a good connection to it, but it just it never Yeah. It That's seems like you'd freak out on a horse. Yeah, I'd probably freak out on a horse. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Makes sense. There's something about controlling the beast. Very <laughs> powerful. <laughs> Very exciting. Um, so your family, anyone else want to act in your family besides you? I know Sophia doesn't. Charlotte, you want to come pop in? <laughs> Let's get Charlotte. Yes, Wide. Oh, hi. Hi. She's 18. <laughs> Yes, Scarlett, Scarlett wants to act. She's been asking for how long? Forever? Since I was 13. But my parents won't let <laughs> her. Staying here. I had a very traumatic experience when I was 14 doing acting. She had one line and forgot it. Forgot it. I like 10 up. times. <laughs> I take the row. Yeah. On a set or in an audition? No, she was she was on a set. She literally, you probably know the line today. What is it? Oh, maybe he doesn't care about making money. Money isn't That's her thing. line. She that knows it today, line. but she could not remember it. <laughs> they, they rewrote it. Butchered. They wrote it. They, they did it 10 times and she just kept forgetting. I love how forgetting. my dad was like, oh, maybe you should wait. <laughs> I think I think you need to grow up a little. But my mom has a rule that we have to finish high school before we can. Because she wants us to have as normal as possible. Like, right. you know. She's young. We're children. Well, maybe not me, but you. You're still a teenager. You're a teenager. So I'm like, I'm 12. So I get it. <laughs> but she wants, you know, she wanted us to be as young for as long as possible because it's a very adult industry. Yeah, you got the rest of your life to be an adult. Yeah, Scarlett. Yeah. Everybody looks like an adult. Don't rush it. But yeah, no. Relax. Chill. Have fun. Chill, Scarlett. Be Thank with your you. boyfriend and enjoy life. <laughs> You told me Scarlett's like has the most friends out of anybody in the house. Is the yeah, most yeah, okay, don't rub it in a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ongoing. No, I'm very sensitive to that. That's the ongoing joke in my family right now. They're like, Sistine, you have no friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you have no boyfriend. Like, yeah, you have some tight, close buds with you. You have, you have close buds. Yeah, you got some like really close homies with you. The, the dialect that you're using is very concerned. But homies, man. <laughs> Side effects of being 18. No, uh, yeah, yeah. You got us, so you're you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you know it's bad when like you have us. You have us. <laughs> thank you. Wow, thank you. Do you well, find Charlotte. it hard um to to make friends, like other actor friends, or not really? Like I always say, like when I when I'm on a movie set and then I leave, or it's like, oh, we're gonna keep in touch. It's gonna be great, and then you just never see that person again. And you were so close. I, I have I have with Riverdale. We're 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 all very close. Are you still shooting Riverdale? Uh, not really. I mean, no one is right now because it's no, in I Canada. Mean, and the, is it gonna? Continue? My character is still on the show, um, mm -hmm. but I don't like last season. I only did a little bit of it. I didn't do that much. Yeah. Um, but when when everybody's in LA, we spend a lot of time together. We're all very close outside of the show, which is 
Nice. Yeah, it's. I've been on other shows that we're we're friendly and we like when we see each other. It's exciting to see each other. But with Riverdale, we there's a you know a few of us that go out of our way to actually spend time with each other, not associated with you know filming at all. That's important. Yeah. That's good. I'm bad with that. I hate. I'm one of those people. That I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> I won't reach out. And then when I do, it's great. I'm just bad. I'm a hermit. Yeah. You see my bed. I'm just in it. Yeah. <laughs> in there you have your, you have your horses i got my horses and that's yeah, all yeah absolutely i agree it's all they good. Have a little attitude back but you know it's a good banter <laughs> what's in the future for you what do you want what are you gonna do right before the the lockdown i was in puerto rico shooting another film which small part but it was such an exciting cast it was emile hirsch lucas haas michigan kelly megan fox like it was a great cast environment and then I did my scenes the border shut down so I had to come home and it's picking up again right now so hopefully I can head back there soon but that's that's like little like that's not long term so I think what I find really interesting about the movie industry which is something I would like to continue in the future is everything behind the scenes I really love acting because it's just a fun outlet to be creative and it's a really fun community with my acting class that I've gotten to know but I love to write a lot and I love to um to see like the producing side of things I love to sit in writers meetings um I love to be a part of writers meetings so yeah I've been working on some scripts some shorts and I don't know I it's really uh fun not knowing how to do anything and just figuring it out yourself like I'll write a script and like I don't even know who to hire I don't know what to do, but I'm just going to start contacting people and puzzle it together and see what happens. Like I, I called a motel the other day. I'm like, are yours open? Cause I just need like your grossest room and like, but it's fun. <laughs> so that's why I think in quarantine, I'm just going to try to um, do as much as that as possible. I mean, there's not a lot of options. Yeah. It's the best time for it. I mean, everything's you're able to focus on something and be singular with it, which I think is good. Yeah. There's yeah. something really exciting about a short as well. I think they're yeah. so like very underestimated. Like they're very cool. Have you guys done a short? The first thing that I did in LA was a short uh, for, I did a USC film. Oh, cool. And, yeah. It was a little short and yeah, it was the first thing I did. I don't. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Student, student films are so um, incredible, especially that, that film school is just immaculate. Like the, yeah. I can't wait to see who comes out. Like great, like Ryan Coogler, who directed Creed, came out mm -hmm. of you. Like some great people. Awesome. Yeah. I want to go to film school. <laughs> let's all go. Let's sign up. Together. All right, let's go. Let's do it. And run <laughs> <over> there. <laughs> well, you are awesome. Is you it are really awesome. And thank you for coming on here and telling us. Is there anything else that you want to say <laughs> before you leave? The platform is yours if you want to. Well, if you guys are ever in need of a third host or perhaps just a hype man to sit in <laughs> Zoom meetings to like cheer y'all up. No, but yeah, I appreciate you guys. This is so exciting. It's so cool what you're doing. I haven't heard any other podcast or platform sort of highlight this. So very, very excited for your futures. You're so Thank sweet. you, Sistine. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs>